Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How are we feeling on a Thursday? LeVar's, LeVar's grinding, by the way. I'm grinding. He's twerking. Well, I'm always grinding. Oh, okay. It certainly was not twerking. That no. Like twerking. I was going to say. Uh, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Don't don't get kicked off the air, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, twerking is not, it's a no-fly zone. Bro. Sorry like, about that. Like, be, be careful. Do people even that. do that anymore? You got away from me a uh, little bit. Y- you know... I, I I became <laughs> a little bit do that anymore. I became a little bit desensitized to paying attention to the twerk when I started <laughs> seeing dudes do it in the locker rooms, man. Wait, like, what? I, I, I lost connection with ew. like at one point twerking yeah, twerking ew. was kind of, ill. <laughs> at one point it was okay. And then I saw a dude twerk into a split. <laughs> Oh no! Into a full split. <laughs> no, no. In fact, no, in no, fact, no, you no. know what? Didn't we see that happen in the national championship? Well, Didn't one of the dudes yeah. do the twerking. I don't know that he was twerking. Antonio, oh, Antonio, Antonio he did the Brown twerk. did it. Antonio Brown did it after a touchdown celebration. Uh, he did it. I'm just saying. I I never felt comfortable with dudes twerking. Um, I know it became like a thing. Um, and I don't know how that makes me look as a person. Um, because everything is, I, I just don't know what's right from wrong anymore. Right. So I, I, am I, I judgy? I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this <laughs> am way. Am I judgy for not being I'm, comfortable with a dude twerking? No, no, I'm against twerking in all forms. I don't care male, female, yeah. everyone identify. I'm just against twerking. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of twerking. I will say, I will say. Depends on the artist. We'll, we'll put it that way. I, I will say, if I'm being totally honest, <laughs> <laughs> Some people can get away with the twerk with me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, just being that's honest, a good point. You know? Yeah, but uh, I just can't do the dude thing. I, I don't know, man. I, don't, yeah. I just don't. A dude twerking and leading into a full split, like like throw the leg, split, hit the ground. I just don't like know about that. Throw the leg. Yeah, throw the leg. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't with it, Brady. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't even I'm know what that any of that means. Yeah, 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 and yeah. you know what? You don't need to. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't even want you to get the mental visual of this. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not good. It's a different, uh, different thing altogether. Uh, yeah. Can we uh, now? Speaking of, uh, there's no easy way to transition. No, speaking of, the there splits. is no easy uh, way out. Yeah, speaking of, uh, there's um, no shortcut home. Un- uncomfortable situations in the NFL. Uh, the layers of Upon layers that we were talking about yesterday to this John Gruden email fiasco and all that's uh, you know added to it and stuff that's been mixed in, uh, it continues to just pile on one right after the other. And the more you pull back, the more you realize, oh, there's more there. There's it's like a box of Kleenex. It just seems like it's never ending. You pull hmm. one out, there's another one right behind it. Uh, the other latest on that is that Mark Davis is all of a sudden under attack. Uh, Brady Quinn, Mark Davis, 
LeVar, Mark Davis, the guy who you call Bucky Larson, yeah, is under attack. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Uh, I, I'm just saying. like that is uh, <laughs> it, it, It's coming at them from all angles is what you're saying. Um, yeah. Oh, jeez. Now, here's the – there's well, a money I'm quote. Um, <laughs> Your money is hell. They ask they – ask, <laughs> Brady Quinn is – wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> okay, keep going. All right. <laughs> I, had, I had to have one moment to laugh because Brady be sneaking in some quick zingers. They'd be real quick. <laughs> they ask, real uh, say it, man. They, real quick. They asked Mark Davis yesterday yeah. about the situation, and his quote was, I have no comment. Ask the NFL. They have all the answers. Oh. Now, um, that seems like somebody who's got a little bit of a red ass about the situation and the handling of the situation. There was also something out there that uh, you know, he feels like they're trying to take the team from him. Is that is that is that just a rumor? Is that somebody trying to spark a rumor or a report? But there there was that that was floated out there. So how the hell does that all of a sudden change things? Because I and my initial reaction was the fact that you're firing your head coach. Maybe Mark Davis was looking for a reason to get rid of John Gruden, and unless he's a really he good quit. actor, he he's resigned. not he's not happy about any he, of this. Stuff. He resigned. Yeah, he didn't fire him. Uh, okay. I mean, I uh, feel like John Gruden was collateral damage in this whole thing. Oh, for certain if the source of some of the emails or what led to them digging into more of the emails with the investigation with the washington football team if the source was a what a lawsuit between dan snyder and bruce allen and and this company that apparently made all these claims against bruce allen I mean, there, there's a or, or with bruce allen i guess there's all sorts of different things going on and, and everything was pointed directly at Dan Snyder yep. until he pulled out some sort of shield and just redirected everything to hit John Gruden. I mean, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but the, the more details that come about, if I was Mark Davis, I mean, it's, it, in one way you should be frustrated. However, again, it doesn't make anything that John Gruden has said or done right, but that was before you hired him. I mean, these emails were coming when he was an employee of ESPN. Now, to think that he changed his ways and wasn't communicating like that since he's been the head coach of the Raiders, it's kind of hard to believe. And But, you know, maybe he feels like, look, if you're going to fire my coach, do an investigation in our organization instead of painting this bad picture of light over our head coach when he wasn't even our head coach. He wasn't even a part of our organization then. So, you know, I could see where he might be a little bit frustrated with how this all went down. The reality is, you know, I'm not sure how they would possibly take his team from him, considering everything seems to be about what's happened with the Washington football team and Dan Snyder, and they didn't take the football team from him. They just made him step down or step away from it. And, and so it's – well, it, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say it was Jason Cole who reported that, longtime NFL reporter, who said that people around uh, Raiders owner Mark Davis believe that the NFL is trying to find a way to get rid of him, and they have told Davis that. So I don't know. It, it could just be paranoia. Is what it it, could, it be. could be. I mean, again, I'm not sure how you force that. Um, I, I mean, look, it, I'll put it this way. If, if it forced him to get rid of it, okay, good time to sell. I mean, he just moved <laughs> no to kidding. Las Vegas. He's going to make, no I don't know, a billion or so from all of that. It's like, <laughs> I, I guess that's a terrible problem to have, but I, I understand it's it's his legacy. Uh, the team was passed down to him from his father. So there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but it's like, Boy, I wish I found myself into a <laughs> tough fire no, sale man. for a billion-dollar franchise. Imagine the yeah. Rager we Sounds throw after that. Anymore. Imagine we, yeah. we, we own the Raiders and sold can them I right make now. It? Yeah, oh can I make God. it through that? Please but, do. But don't we want to ask the question, why paranoia? You know? Like, if you really think about it, what you have to? there has to be something there for there to be paranoia. There can't be anything that, like, it can't be a clear, clean conscience and and everything is is on the up and up and you be paranoid about what they're trying to do to you if you're good you're good if if everything cashes out it cashes out like if it adds up it adds up what are you paranoid about that would be my first thought on this the the only the easy answer would be and this is the least entertaining one is that the the, the NFL's that. always had it out against Al Davis his father but because it, they had, again, they were butting heads for years and years who would have done more unscrupulous things to get things done than the type of guys back in the days I agree but all right so so Bucky Larson is no, probably <laughs> nowhere near the type of dude that his dad is in terms of doing what it is that he's doing so True. what is Mark Davis 
paranoid about? You you got to believe you know. Go go ahead, Brady. Go ahead. No, no, I I don't really know what he's paranoid about. I I think the unfortunate thing would be if this was the case. I mean, the NFL essentially used Mark Davis and John Gruden to move that team to Las Vegas. Yeah. So they could open up a new revenue stream and begin that discussion of of gambling and sports being okay. Like that was really one of the first steps. So, I, I mean, obviously when the NHL had a hockey team there, you kind of knew that would help pave the way for other sports leagues and to open up this new revenue stream. But if, if that was how the NFL was going to do Mark Davis, it's kind of doing him dirty because he's the one who went through a lot of flack to get out of Oakland to Las Vegas. There was a lot of controversy that was, you know, came along with that. And, and, and I don't, you know, whichever side of the fence you're on in that, whether, you know, the city of Oakland made a strong enough claim or the county there, et cetera, like I'm not here to debate that. I'm just saying at the end of the day, the NFL wanted a team in Vegas. They got it. And, and now because of this, they're going to move on from the owner? Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot to that. I do think he would be upset if he had to sell this team, not because of, you know, the fact that it was in his family and everything else. It's the fact that he's building a house that is a direct replica of a Legend Stadium. Point. That's so, a good point. So, I mean, you'd think that you literally <laughs> every day – Living in a house that is a replica of Allegiant Stadium would be depressing. Like it would be a reminder you'd have to sell that house as well. Yeah, you'd not have just, to sell the house. Not as just well. the team, you'd have to sell the house as well. All right, now here's the second part of this. If Mark Davis is paranoid that they're trying to take his team away from him, what the hell is Dan <laughs> Snyder sitting around exactly. thinking about right now? Exactly. And and keep this in mind. There was his partners, his minority partners that he ended up successfully removing. I think one is was is like the owner of FedEx, and that's why the field is FedEx Field. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure who the the other one was, but I'm pretty certain that there were two main ones in particular, and they were removed. But they were all attempting to remove Dan Snyder as owner of the team, and that, and that had became a very very intense. Uh, propaganda deal that was taking place in terms of things that was being put out there about Dan Snyder. So now the question has to be, the the real question has to be, like Mark Davis is is a side piece deal to this, this matinee. The real focus of this story in this movie is what will come of Dan Snyder and yeah. the Washington football team. Because this is a mess, and it's a mess that continues on, and now it is full-throttle mess when you have people losing their jobs, reputations, and careers, and it had nothing to do with the organization that that person is working for. Like, this is a mess. So I think the bigger question has to be Dan Snyder. Do you guys believe that, like, like there should be open access to the 650,000 emails? Yeah. And I, I believe that it's not going to happen. And then what happens after you get the open access and all the people that will be incriminated, what has to happen next? Because you know there's a what. In fact, I'm wondering why there isn't criminal, criminal situations. that Like we're looking at Deshaun Watson like and, and what he's going through. We'll look at other people and what they get themselves into and why wouldn't some of these emails, if if some if what we're seeing and hearing about some of these these pictures that have been released and different things like that, why does this not turn into criminal criminal legal situations? And that's that's well, another I, thing that you got to take a look at. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be a legal activity, whatever that may be. And then you know, criminal and civil are obviously there's two, two different deals, right? There's two different burdens of of, of proof and how you go about. You know, doing that. I, I think that's the tough part. Mm. I, I I do wonder though, with, with the steps Dan Snyder's already taken, kind of removing himself from it, his wife now taking over, a lot of the things they've done organizationally to try to clean it up. I, I do think it's interesting as this is all brought to light that, I mean, the way Jerry Richardson was brought down in Carolina, I mean, you'd think that it, this it's along is the equal, same lines. I was going to say equal yeah. to, if not worse, it's worse. if it's not worse. worse, it's way. I worse, totally I agree. So how did, how is he Teflon? 
That's the question you got to ask here. He's we're got talking some about dirt, man. Exactly. Hey, bro, we're talking about Mark Davis. Mark Davis isn't even connected to the Washington team, but we're right. not talking about what should be happening to Dan Snyder. Like, that's fine. You let your wife take. It's the same family. Dan Snyder. It's the same situation. Dan Snyder knows where the bodies are buried, and it's exactly why he's basically gotten off with a slap on the wrist, and you've got another guy who's not even involved in this thinking they're going to take away his team after they just built a new stadium for him in Las Vegas. I'm t- we taught Dan Snyder knows something, and he's got something on somebody, which is why he's been just cruising. This but this entire is still time. Game of Thrones, man. I, like, it's, like it's, honestly, what's next? What? You know what's next? What's they're that? gonna they're gonna build a new stadium. Well, that's it, what he's it, been trying to do since. Well, but I'm saying it's gonna happen here in the next year. I bet they're gonna announce it because it's gonna distract from all of this. Yeah, I yeah. just think. Dan Snyder's wife running the team is no different than Dan Snyder running the team. He's not removed from running the team if his spouse is running the team. Now, um, you mentioned uh, uh, Mark Davis earlier. Um, LeBar, if you had to do an impression of Mark Davis's reaction to all this, what would it be? Like, if you had to do it. Uh... Hey, 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 hey. They're trying to take my team. They're trying to take my team. Hey, right, hey, very hey, good. Hey, hey, hey. Very good. Why would they try to take my team from me? Hey, hey, hey. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Now, there is a um, a significant matchup later on tonight, uh, not even just the uh, Bucks and the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football, uh, kicking off week six on Fox at 820 Eastern time. But we have also got an elimination situation between the San Francisco Giants hosting the L.A. Dodgers game five of their divisional series here. Uh, this is uh, – uh, listen, somebody's going to try and play it off like uh, everything is cool, nothing to worry about, uh, Dodgers are going to be fine. They can play that off all they want. Roberto Flores, who is our technical producer here, he, ah. he is the biggest Dodgers fan on the face of the earth. And I'm telling you this right now. I got you for 10 beers tonight in because of the nerves you're going to be dealing with going into this game. And I don't care that you've got your weathered and experience with all this Roberto. This is going to be a problem for you later on tonight. Uh, I agree. I said, look, <laughs> look, if the Dodgers if the Dodgers win the wild card game and they go go ahead and, and lose to the Giants in the NLDS, I'd rather them just have lost a wild card game, man. <laughs> really? Yes. Now, yes. let me ask so you this. Did over you, yeah. Do you have a T-ball game that yeah, would it's a, fi- a 5:30, man. Jeez. Then you should you know you should have enough time. Then you should be fine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll volume okay. miss like two, two or two or three innings probably. Okay, gotcha. Now, so that might that might impede upon that ten. So I'm gonna come catch, you catch up. It's yeah. gonna throw off the balance though. You're supposed to be there from start to finish. The fact that you're gonna miss those innings is going to be the difference in this Why game. Why are you doing that to him? That is so cruel. <laughs> Isn't that cruel? Not wrong. Wasn't that it's horrible? It's so mean. Isn't that horrible? Man, this game, uh, uh, hey, Brady, hey, Brady, yeah. hey, Brady, didn't Jonas just bring us in, out of the break talking about the largest, the biggest, the baddest <laughs> L.A. Dodgers <laughs> fan in the history of L.A. Dodgers, and he's, oh, I'm, I'm going to miss a few innings. You know who it sounded like. I'm going to miss a few innings. Hey, you you, you know, know who that sounded like a little bit. Who that sounded like. Like, a little bit like Vince McMahon. Oh. You're fine. Yeah, listen, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Roberto Flores, <laughs> if you're not there from start to finish, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> how long does the T-ball game go? Because this is your daughter's T-ball game, so how long does it go? Uh, an hour and 15 minutes. Is it timed Jesus. or is it one of those deals where like everyone gets this hit once? Or Hour something? fifteen. No. Yeah, yeah. It's time. I make it's time. It's I time. make no bones about if 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 Penn State football is coming on. Like my kid used to have cheerleading and they had youth league football on Saturdays. There's a conflict, right? <laughs> now here's the thing: if their game put me in any position <laughs> where my travel time was impeded to get there for the kickoff of the game. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I get man man's attention out there on the field, giving the deuces, make sure I look for my daughter <laughs> over there cheering, <laughs> give her the deuces. And I go to my car and I beat cheeks up out of there to make sure that I am in front of the TV for Penn state kicking off. Oh, I told my daughter, you really want to go to your game? And she's like, yeah. I was like, Ugh. 
Okay. Yeah, I, and you don't see. You don't get the choice. <laughs> the fact that you asked, you already were out. You were trying to get your daughter to not go to a game. Yeah, I'm like, you want to go to the game? She's like, yeah. Hey, oh I missed the start of my first ever organized basketball game because I was watching a Bears playoff game. That's a true story. Uh, I told so. Drop I, your daughter off and roll. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, there, that does not make you a bad parent. I'm just telling Makes you. Makes you a bad fan if you well, stay. She needs to ride home. Yeah, she's gonna need to ride home there, Lavar. Get her an Uber. <laughs> I don't listen. It's a good idea. She's a yeah. Yeah, there's a trunk. You can put the equipment in there. Well, come oh, on. Man. There are options here. I told my when I showed up to my basketball game, we were already partway through the first quarter. And I walked in to the uh, and got onto the court, and my coach is like, "You need to decide what's more important, this team <laughs> or the Bears." And I remember, I remember standing there going. It's, oh, it's not even the a Bears. hard. That's that. <laughs> this isn't even a hard <laughs> question. Like, like, you got to you got to set me up with Bears. better questions. <laughs> I don't know oh, what to man. tell you. Uh, but yeah, Roberto. I, I mean, there's there's sacrifices here. I mean, you got to go. Sorry, you got to go. sacrifice your kid, man. You guys are awful. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You guys like, are awful. Then I got to hear it the rest of the weekend. So so what? Yeah. If they win, nah. it's worth hearing the complaints. <laughs> dad, you're a horrible dad. Yeah, but the problem is the game won't be over though. So. Yeah, right. but you can't miss innings. I'll have my. I'll be watching it on my phone for sure. Okay, so it starts at six. Right, I guess it, that's right. fair. Six six oh seven local time, nine oh seven Eastern, and the T ball game starts at what five twenty? You said five thirty. Uh, five thirty. Okay, so you're going to be about a half. Listen, man, you put in a half hour. Birdo is going to be sorry. at the game. Like, <laughs> hurry up, put the ball on the tee. Yeah, I mean, that's, come on. that's definitely. Come on, get the ball on the tee. <laughs> I mean, get the god hey, darn ball on the tee. Birdo, have her fake an injury. Why? Oh, Seriously. Come on, talk to LeVar. Penn State does it. I mean, have her make it. I'm just That zinger came out of left <laughs> field fans. like this right hand I'm going to rain down on your head. We, we already put that to bed, Jeez, by the way. You're out of control. I'm kidding. Uh, but seriously, have her fake an injury, Roberto. I mean, come on. Well, you got to go. This is game five. These gosh darn kids keep hitting come the on. They're hitting the tee. The ball is on the tee. It's the easiest thing to do. Just hit the ball. All right. Now, here's Get the, through the innings. Hey, are you driving her there? Is your wife driving her there, You're going to be heckling those driving, kids. I'm driving. Oh, okay, so you can't even drink. Berto yeah. is going Damn. to be heckling the <laughs> yeah, hitters. This is awful. They're really strict about drinking there, so. Uh, what's a T-ball? Yeah, and, and, how, and how does that work? <laughs> it's a T-ball. So do they monitor the, oh, the yeah, parking lot? They how do, does, they how do. does that work? They do, yeah, so. Do they really? They drink They've got a designated <laughs> adult beverage oh, washer. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> you got to make a road soda, bro. Yeah. That, no one can ever. <laughs> yeah. No one yeah. can ever dictate to you a road soda. It's like what's in the hydro flask? Water. <laughs> what do you think? Gatorade. It's like, yeah. Why does he have a lime on the side of it? <laughs> oh, it's limeade. Hello. It's, I mean, it's uh, coke with lime. Yeah. That's, uh, put the lime in your coke, your nuts. You know. I mean, and, come on, man. Look. It, I can tell you this. I told Roberto this story. There's a problem. When you are really nervous watching a game, uh, you don't realize how much you drink. The last game I actually cared about from a fan standpoint was Game 7 of the World Series in 2016 when the Cubs won. So I grew up a diehard Cub fan. Yeah. Oh, that game uh, was torture life. for me watching it. Let me tell you something. The Cubs fans. I was, by the time the game was over, because you yeah. don't realize you're drinking because of nerves. By yeah. the time the game oh. was over, I was absolutely assassinated drunk mm. I, I couldn't i couldn't assassinated. stand up i couldn't Mangles i didn't I, I didn't know what the hell was happening i was so because you don't realize because it's just a nervous oh. habit you just it's like eating popcorn in the oh. theater you don't realize you've blown through a whole bucket until you reach in and it's gone it's I, like felt, the same with I felt pretty good friday I ain't I've, gonna I've been around i've been around lavar kind of banged up and i've yeah. been around jonas now lavar is a much better at handling oh, his yeah. own. You would never ass. know. Than Jonas. You just okay. would never know. Uh, and let me I'll tell you something. Okay. right now, all right? I, I said it before. I'll say okay. it again. Jonas starts losing his senses. Okay. Mm. Yeah, he right. starts losing First like basic all. necessities See, we get more of, senses. of human being. Me, let me tell you something. Me and Brady are a problem. I'm, uh, the old brothers were up at that bar. <laughs> the and let brothers. me tell you something. We had that bad boy going. We did, man. It got rowdy. We had it going. It was uh, people didn't want to talk. When I first walked in there, everybody was face forward. Nobody was talking. Nobody was doing anything. Then I got him a little warmed up, and then Brady came in. OQ came up in that bad uh, bad boy. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It went it went live. 
It it went all the way up. We, we went kinda, up. We stirred it up, didn't we? We, we went stirred up. that place well, up. I mean, and, it, and it was so fun. And it, it was a reasonable time, right? What set, time was it during the it day? It set the tone like 11. <laughs> it was happy hour. It was like 11. It was happy hour. Yeah. We went from 11. I think was, we left out of there at like 1. Yeah, it was happy, happy hour it in was, Japan. Yes, it was Jonas's happy hour. Yeah. 11 to 7 <laughs> window, he talks about. They had to go to a production meet, and I was going to the next spot. I next think I spot. saw Jim Irsay at one point. Man, I went... <laughs> I, I went from I went from mason jars to to uh, fish bowls. They were yep. giving me oh no, uh, oh, you were was, doing fish bowls, bruh. Uh, well, those are twenty five ounces, right? Twenty five or thirty two, I forget. I was ripped. God, people, ounces, people were Jesus. like, they were like, uh, are you hungry, Lavar? I was like, hell yeah, like, <laughs> let's go here. I was like, I never heard of it. Like, you're not going to know of any place here. I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. Let's go. Fish bowls are dangerous, man. I walked into a four-star restaurant with with sports shorts and spandex on. It's kind of, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But I was there. Hey. And he was repping Penn State. I was, I was he scared to rep Penn yeah, State um, there. And I was not sitting. at all. I rep, to rep my set. I'm loyal to the soil, baby. All right. All right so, so moral of the story is Roberto needs to be loyal to the soil. Yes. And he needs to, to ditch that man, uh, T-ball ditch your game. kid. You guys are awful. <laughs> Ditch your, ditch, ditch your kid. Come on, bro. Roberto. You Listen, your, your responsibility is to drop that kid off and pick them up. The coach is supposed to baby T ball. Your coach is a babysitter. I'm also right. coaching though too, so that's another. Problem. Oh, hey, uh, something oh. came up. You know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell know. you. Hey, something came up. You couldn't. You couldn't make the game. I don't know what to tell you. Here's like, my there, final there question. <laughs> final question for you, Berto. Final question. That's you. When you're there with your child at that T-ball game, mm. will you be thinking about the Dodgers game or the T-ball game? The True. Dodger game. All right, okay. then you don't need to be there. Yeah, hey, okay, hold on. You're, hold on. you're, you're a distraction. You should not yeah, be there. Yeah, you are Roberto. a distraction. <laughs> that is fertilizer. <laughs> I don't want to be a distraction. <laughs> you don't want to be a distraction, bro. Now, Roberto, what are you in charge of as far as bringing to the game? The booze. No, B- no, Big no, league no. chew. No, I, help like, the, I, have the, I have the kids out with direction when they're on the field or when they're No, no, the not playback. that, but who brings the tea? Because here's, oh, no, here's, here's the, the thing. The oh, league provides If you want to cancel the game, buddy. I see what you're doing. Hey, Berto's going to going to be at third base. <laughs> Somebody's going to hit the ball for for the Dodgers. Yeah. He's going to be waving them yes, home. He's going to cost them the game. Hey. Like, just get – come on, go. He's going to be talking to the Dodgers like, go, 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 go. Hey, and he should have been telling them to stop. Hey, Roberto, if you're giving instruction, just tell him, hey, miss everything. You know, let's get this over with. You know? well, again, it's T-ball. Yeah. All you have to do is eliminate the T, and parents can be like, That's a I'm great not point. watching coaches. That, that, is, that is a Way really, really good point. Great point. We're going for a no-hitter in T-ball. Uh, And listen, uh, there's a lot of people out there that are thinking, God, that is so inappropriate. And then there's the people listening on the blowtorch, AM 570 LA Sports, the home of the Dodgers. And they're like, you go, Roberto. Do exactly what they say. This is a big time (laughs) game. Can't lose to the Giants in an an elimination game. You don't have to feel bad about being a dope parent if you stay true to who you are in moments like these. How can you tell your kid to be a diehard fan of the team that you want them to be? When you're fa- you're you're part timing it, that's you're, a you're good fair point. weathering it. That, it's like that's a good it's point. like baby, I even dissed you <laughs> for my team. You want to know what fandom is? You want to know why it's short for fanatic? Because I drop your little butt off at this game. Tell the coach you got you got this. Okay, I'm out. All right, you gonna drop? Okay, coach has to no Uber ride back home. You know, you know what coaches sign up for to drive kids home. That's what coaches sign up for. You know what the head coach of this T-ball team is going to do today, so that Berto could drink his cervezas and watch this game. Is drop your kid off at the house. Uncle Lavar, everybody. Problem Uncle is Lavar. solved. Yeah. There you go. Problem solved. That's what I'm talking about. You drove them there. Yeah. You dropped them off. Yeah. You got it done. Yeah. And you got back in time enough yes. to get your drink yeah. in your hand yes. and watch the game, Damn baby. Right. Take that for data. Uncle Lavar. Take that. <laughs> Uncle Lavar. That's right. <laughs> that is how it's done. Uh, that all right. is right. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts hey it's jonas knox you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure go to tirerack.com to get started not sure where to begin use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of kumo tires shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
always kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. He is Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB uh, and one of our favorites here on Fox Sports Radio. Albert, uh, Jonas LeVar and Brady, we appreciate it. I'm just trying to figure out why you referred to me as Mr. Editor in an email last night. What's going on with that? <laughs> That was a private email. I'm not going to talk about that here. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you if you had one, if you could ask one question of this whole situation involving Gruden and the emails and all of that, if there was one thing you wanted to know above all else, what would it be? I, like what the NFL found in the Washington investigation. Um, because, you know, clearly they had a lot of information and they've had that information in their possession for over three months now. And so, you know, I, I think the, um, the first thing that sort of came to mind, guys, was that out of those 650,000 emails, uh, the John Gruden emails were, were cherry-picked. And I'm not defending anything, anything that John Gruden said in those emails. But, you know, those, the John Gruden emails were, were cherry-picked. And we now know more about what John Gruden said in the emails than we know about what, how Dan Snyder was conducting his business over the last 20 years. And that wasn't the point of all of this, you know. And, I mean, I, look, like the Raiders could not go forward with John Gruden, and, you know, he should be gone, and I understand all of that. Um, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, what they really went into all of this looking to fix and looking to address and looking to shine a light on, none of that's really happened, you know? And so, like, my biggest remaining question in this whole thing is not what's in the 20, 30, 40, however many emails it is. It's in what's in the other 650,000 emails, what they find in there, because that was what they were looking into to begin with. And, you know, if, if you really want to address something like this, I think um, it's and, and, and the other thing, guys, I mean, this is very clear in this, too. I mean, we're finding out now, not that we didn't already know, but it's the difference between the people who cash the checks and the people who write the checks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Richie Incognito, um, the bullying scandal in Miami, 150-page report. Ray Rice, the domestic violence scandal, uh, 100-page report. Tom Brady, Deflategate, 250-page report. Those guys, if you Google their names, you can find those written reports online now. You can go online and find those now. You can get details on everything that happened there. What happened with Richardson? What happened with Robert Kraft? With Jerry Jones? And now with what's happened with Dan Snyder, you can't find a word published by the NFL on them. Hmm. What is your best guess? Does Dan Snyder have something on someone? Or yes. Like, where does this thing go from here? Because it seems like... <laughs> Something has to happen in Washington next. Yeah, Brady, you know what I think? I think they, these guys all have something on each other. And I don't think any of these guys want someone else digging through their trash. And I don't think these guys want the precedent set that they're going to be, there's going to be punishment for X, Y, and Z. Because I think these guys all have skeletons in their closets. And so I think for the other owners, if they come down on Dan Snyder, if they take Dan Snyder's team away, well, then what sort of glass house are those guys living in? You know what I mean? And I, I think that that's the biggest thing is, like, that, I mean, look, like, and I'm not, like, I'm not judging any of these guys individually. I'm just saying that, I, like, normally, like, you get that rich, you, you have to have some dirt under your fingernails, you know? You did some things to get there. And so, like, I don't... I think the biggest thing here is that that the owners don't want to set a precedent for one another where if X or Y or Z happens with an owner, he could be harshly punished, he could have his team taken away. And I think that's symbolized every week in the fact that Dan Snyder's up in that suite watching his team's games. And I don't think they're putting that on TV or anything else now, but my understanding is he's been at all five of, of Washington's games this year. So really the only punishment he's taken here is a $10 million fine, which is like 10 bucks to the rest of us. So um, I think that's where it is, Brady. Is like, I don't think it's that Dan Snyder has anything specific on one person. I think it's that these, all, these guys all have something on each other, and I don't think any of them want to set the precedent that they're going to start punishing each other for these sorts of things. Yeah, but let's be clear here. The Carolina Panthers, Jerry Richardson, was forced to sell the team. 
And and we all know the reasons why he was forced to sell the yeah. team. So that LeVar, that line's already been crossed. Lavar, Lavar, I'm not. I'm going to stop you there. He wasn't forced to sell the team. Okay. He did that on his own. He did that on his own volition. Okay. And a difference here. But, but what's you know that what based I mean? on? Like, but what's it based on? It like based, the technicalities. Go ahead. Go no ahead. question. No question. No question. You're, I know what you're saying, Lavar. There's no question that you're right. Like that. That's why he sold the team. But it was Jerry Richardson's personal decision to sell the team. Like, Jerry Richardson's the guy. It was the only stadium in the NFL that had the NFL shield at midfield. Like, Jerry Richardson played in the NFL. He deeply, deeply cared about the league. And so Jerry Richardson was ashamed of what he did, and he should have been, because what the, the, the culture in that place was a mess. And so, I, you know, and I know this because I've, I've heard from other owners what he did. You know, he, he, he took one for the team. He said, like, I don't want the league to have to deal with this going forward, so you know what? I'm going to step aside and I'm going to sell my team. But uh, that's LeVar, what everybody – that's, Well, you, that's you what I'm Dan, getting LeVar, at. Were, yes, I did. Is Dan Snyder doing that? So, so here's the point I'm making, right? R- regardless yeah. of if it can be construed differently because he decided to sell the team versus was forced to sell the, same, the, the team, semantics – Right. Look at Gruden. Gruden decided to to resign, but we all know what would have happened next if he did not resign. So the point is that I'm making Dan Snyder isn't going to be the guy that, oh, I love the National Football League so much. I'm just going to get out of the way. He's shown what what he is and what what's important to him. So the question is, when saying you don't want to set that precedence, aren't we beyond the point of where you can say we don't want to set that precedence of how you're going to be judged because now you're there i can't see where we're standing right now that those other emails are going to be an oversight of what's taking place right now and if that's the case then you are going to see where we're at currently we think that it's it's actually if not the same along the same lines it's worse than what happened in carolina which what's taking place or has taken place in washington how does dan snyder get through this without the nfl looking bad without dan snyder looking horribly bad how do they get through this without it resulting in him being held accountable the same way that everybody else is being held accountable, whether they decide to sell their team or resign or whether they end up being forced to do it. Well, I think if he was going to sell his team, if he was going to show some shame here, I think it would have already happened. I agree. I mean, I, I think it would have already happened, but is it like, his choice? If he went through, like, if everything that he, if everything that happened last year, right, like between the the name change, the workplace stuff, the cheerleaders, all of this stuff that happened last year, like, I'm, I think Dan Snyder probably feels right now like he's weathered the storm. That'd be my guess. Like that, he probably feels like he's gotten through what he needed to get through, and he's not going to be told by anybody to sell his team. And I just, I like. I don't think that, like, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in the NBA they did make Donald Sterling sell his team, right? Yeah. That they, was forced? Yeah. It was forced. Yeah. That was forced, right? I, I don't think NFL owners are going to do that to each other. Because, again, like, I just don't think that those guys are going want to set the precedent that you can take something away that you own. And I... Like, look, like I, if I'm the other 31, if I'm the other 30 owners, I guess excluding the Packers, if I'm the other 30 owners, I'm irate right now because he's made all of us look awful. And I would hope that there's at least some owners that think he should be forced to sell the team. But I think if he was going to step, if he was a going to step aside, or b be forced to sell the team, I think it absolutely positively would have already happened. Because if you watch the Jerry Richardson thing. That instant, that report came out. That was from uh, that was from Sports Illustrated, from one of my colleagues, John Wertheim. I think it was the end of December of that year. I mean, the team was on the block before New Year's Day. So, I just think he was going to shame about this, or if the other owners were going to gather and say, "You're out," I would have already happened. Mm. Um, and you know, like I just again, like I think for the other owners, it's about president. And I think for Dan Snyder, 
it's about no one's going to tell me what to do with a property that I spent this much money on. Um, he was defiant when it came to the nickname, and I, he's been defiant with just about everything else. And I don't see how, when we have 20 years of history on the guy, anything's going to change now. Wow. Uh, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knoxity here on FSR. How did um, Adam Schefter's involvement in this whole fiasco and the email leak that was sent to Bruce Allen, how did that land with you as a reporter who's been covering the NFL as long as you have? Yeah, you know, I, I know and like Adam and really respect him. He's obviously accomplished a lot. I um, I'd never do something like that. Um, you know, I, I I've had people ask me before, like, hey, can I get a look at the story? Can I can I check this? And I and I like I it's just ethically it's something we don't do. Um, now, like running facts by people, you always do that. You know what I mean? Like so. Like, if it comes down to do I have this right or do I have that right, especially when it comes to, like, complicated subject matter, like a CBA negotiation, well, you're always going to do that sort of thing. And I know because, I mean, I was on street corners covering the, the labor talks in 2011, and I didn't know a lot about labor before that, and so I had to learn really, really, really fast. And so, you know, I, I, I think, um, you know, it's it's – it's a tough look, um, but I've always respected the work that Adam does, and I'm inclined to believe him when he says what he said. Um, well, it's just like it's not something that I and it's not something that I would ever do. Um, and it's just it's one of those lines that I I, I just like I, I would be completely uncomfortable c- crossing. Um, now again, like far as like. Like facts and stories, pieces. Of, yeah, like you, you, you double check all of that because accuracy is the most important thing. But you know, it's the idea that you would just send somebody a whole story. I haven't done that. Um, and I mean, I think Adam said this in his statement. Like, like he never gave anybody final edit. That would be like a cardinal sin. As if like you're giving a source like some sort of editorial power over a story. And Adam said in his statement that he didn't do that. Right. He didn't give the final edit to Mr. Editor. Uh, so we'll, we'll leave it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. I mean, I hope that Brady, hey, Brady, I hope Brady, I hope he was kidding when he said that. I mean, I, I guess well, like, I would have to think that that's a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> statement. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, one, think one, I don't think it was a formal title. Hey, Albert, one would hope, but I, I'm done with that guy. That's why we love you having you on, okay? You're, you're, you're our guy, Yeah. Albert, um, Albert well, I, I want to ask you about – the Las Vegas Raiders. It seems like Mark Davis is a little, maybe he's paranoid that he thinks people are going to try to somehow wrap this around him and, and try to take his team away from him. I mean, could you see any scenario where that would happen from all this fallout? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I do think like Mark has garnered, I mean, and it's, this is coming from like, I think people had like other owners had zero respect for him before. Um, but, you know, I, I think he did gain some respect in the way that he handled the move and, um, you know, the deal that they were able to get done in Vegas because, I mean, there's never been a, a stadium deal like that, like where I mean, he basically got handed, um, you know, nearly a billion dollars in stadium funding. So um, I, I think like he's viewed a little differently maybe than he was 10 or 15 years ago as an owner. You know, I don't think he has any intention of selling the team. I, I, Brady, I, I really think, like, if you put the pieces together here, I think what really he feels like almost like a cornered animal over is the way this whole thing was ha- handled. And, yeah. I mean, I'll take you – if you guys want, I'll take you through what I think might have happened here. Um, don't, like Again, like this isn't like nailed down or anything like this, but a theory that I've heard floated for, by a few people. No, we'll nail it down right that, now. Guys, make sure you're recording in the back. We're going to run this later. We got it. We got you. Lee F. this. Let's just call this informed speculation. Okay, okay? good. So, they go, so the NFL gets the emails back from Beth Wilkinson in July. There's 650,000 of them, of course. It takes forever to go through them. You find a handful. You find a handful, whatever the number is where you see John Gruden's got some really problematic language, problematic behavior, and you're saying in the NFL, you're saying to yourself, if this, like, trove of emails somehow gets out, 
and people know that we had it, we are going to look awful that we let this slide. So we need to do something about it. So they go to the Raiders last week. They say, we have these emails, and you need to do something about it. The Raiders say no. Friday comes, they leak the first one. That's the warning shot. Suspend him, take him off the field, do something. The Raiders do nothing. He coaches Sunday. All right, so now we've already put out the one email where maybe, maybe you can explain it away, right? All right? So we put that out. You didn't do anything about it. You know what comes next? Next, we're going to remove all doubt, and we're going to start dropping more emails out there. And if you want to keep playing this game, we will keep playing this game with you. Who are these people doing that? Who are these people doing that? Who are you referencing? The N- Raj. The NFL. Okay. Raj. The NFL. Man. Okay. He's talking until about you, Raj. And, and, until, until you do something about it, we're going to keep, until that folder is empty, we are going to keep throwing those emails out there. Oh, and, God. I mean, I mean, like, obviously, like, on Friday, they felt, on Friday, the Raiders felt like, all right, maybe we can manage this. By the time Monday night came, there was no more managing it. And so... Like, I could see where Mark Davis might look at that action from, like, that sort of action from the NFL. Because some of that stuff, like, you know, some of that stuff did happen. And, and he might feel to himself, he might think to himself, you would never do this to Robert Kraft. You would never do this to Jerry Jones. You would never do this to John Mara or Art Rooney. But you're doing it to me. Could you imagine so, Jerry Jones's emails? Oh. <laughs> Good. I'm sorry. Good. Good. I'm sorry. Uh, um, yeah, we'll leave that there. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> no reason to touch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that's what it is, guys. Is that I think it's an owner who's probably been made to feel for a long time like he's a second-class citizen, and now, like, he was basically being like, I, I mean, like, more or less put in a corner by the league. And like, I, like I, I just feel like he, like, like he feels like he, he was treated like he is not an equal with the other thirty-one teams, and um, I think that that's why he reacted the way that he reacted. That is, uh, that is fascinating. I, look, I, there's a lot of this story that's really ugly, but just the, it's almost. Like, I feel like I'm watching the movie JFK. Like, it's just like they're sitting on the park bench, realizing there's all these other layers to this. It's just this is a crazy, crazy story. Albert, uh, awesome job, man. That was really, yeah, really thanks, good. Thanks, Albert. Uh, you, get bro. him on Twitter. Our at, guy, baby. At Albert Breer, uh, senior NFL reporter for the MMQB. Uh, we'll do it again next week. We might actually talk about some games too. I swear. <laughs> well, we'll try next week. Hopefully, there's not. Hopefully, there's not anything else in that folder that gets out over the next few days. Yeah, it's oh, uh, just unbelievable. We're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, good stuff there from uh, the great Albert Breer. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Search FSR to listen live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!